Okay, you guys, we're so excited you're here. Um, okay, what episode is this going to be? 19, I think? I think so. I think it's episode 19. And we are so excited you he are here today. Uh, we're doing things a little differently. I mean, we always just like do our thing, obviously. But we have, we had a subject planned for today, which who knows, it might get to that. But both Brandy and I, as we connected on the on the um, Zoom, we wanted to tell each other about what's been going on in the last day. And I just decided to like, you only got like maybe two sentences out. And I was like, actually, let's just stop and push record and do the podcast of sharing to each other what's happening instead of like sharing and then trying to recap it. So you guys are going to be hearing it, you know, the first time as we're sharing and we're hearing it the first time as we're sharing to each other. So I'm really excited about it because just like any other one, who knows where it's going to go, but I think it's going to be extremely powerful for you guys to hear us talk about our own um, experience with what is going on. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where to even start? Right. Okay. I have a no words. Yeah. When we got on the camera a minute or not before we pushed record, you were just saying like, I just feel like I'm in the middle of this huge revelation that seems kind of like a duh, you've said it a million times or we've said it a million times, but suddenly it's just like unlocking and sinking in deeper than like you can't plan for it. It just, sinks in and sinks in. Right. And I, okay. So I feel like we're on the cusp of this next quantum leap in our lives, in our business, in all the, all the things in the next quantum leap in being able to have it all like the elevated quality of life that we both desire to experience. It feels like in some ways, the last week or so has been has been strange. Yeah. And the more I understand the way our energy systems work and the way that we prepare for the next forward momentum, this is probably the um, most allowing I've been of the strange instead of like resisting it and fighting it and trying to figure out what is wrong or what I'm doing or why it feels like nothing is happening or why I feel tired or lazy or like I just don't want to do anything, blah. I know that the programming and the things that need to rearrange in order to fully experience that next move forward is what's happening right now. Um, and the last few days have been really interesting in the way that, like it's been a really, um, a time of like a lot of inner work, not a lot of like action steps, but like a lot of like inner work and getting really quiet and honest and feeling like, okay, what is happening here? And I was gonna, I was taking a shower and I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, actually like the work never ever stops. Like the work doesn't stop. I mean, you can take breaks from it and you can avoid it and you can, you know, like there are times where you're just like in the celebration of the goodness and you're like reveling in like the aftermath of the work. But at the same time, because in some ways we never stop deepening into a quality of our experience and into the fullness of life that comes along with the having to move through the programming and the things that are in the way of that. And so it's both, and it's not all or nothing, but it's a very, it's just wild because I think at some point we all think like, okay, I'm just going to get somewhere and nothing's ever going to happen again. And the last couple of days I have been 
just sitting with the places that feel like my belief system and my coding and my programming is not going to match up in where I want my life to feel in the quality, you know? So I'm like just investigating, like, where's the discord between what I know I want to experience and how, what I have evidence for and what I'm living now. Okay. And my whole life, this has come up many times. And the funniest thing about it is our catchphrase. What we say all the time is if there were no rules and I couldn't get myself into trouble, what would I do in this moment? <laughs> Literally a million times a day we say this, okay? Yeah. We have had a client in like one of our first clients, her and I matched up so perfectly. We were constantly had this driving fear of like, I'm going to get into trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get into trouble. I can't do this. I'm going to get into trouble. And we would talk about it and we would move through it. And I still didn't even really get it. Like I didn't get it. So I mean, like I knew it, but I wasn't understanding the impact that that of the, that programming in every single area of my life. So in the subject of money over the last few days, and in, in the experience of doing mad money, like with the women in our group, and then simultaneously, like in our deepening with ourselves, what I have noticed is like, there are places that money feels really light and super easy and really great. And then there are times where it just amps up into this feeling of like dread and constriction and fear and like, <gasps> like, it's like this, <gasps> feeling inside of me. And a lot of times, like nothing is actually happening. There's no physical evidence for, and <gasps> in my system, and it has still been there. Okay. So it wasn't there for a long time, but I feel like I'm moving to a threshold of experiencing money in a different way. Mm -hmm. And it has popped up. Okay. And so I'm looking at my calendar, like with our bills and like what comes out over the month and what we have right now, what's coming in. I'm just looking at it and thinking about the debt that we've paid off and the debt that we still have to pay off and what, what that means, because for a long time it meant nothing, but it's weirdly suddenly started to mean something. And I realized this morning that it means that I've got myself into trouble. And that when I go into that discord within myself, when that programming is active, even to look at like to go and I'm going to go and look at my account, the reason that I'm afraid to look into the account is because I'm going to find out how I got into trouble. And this feeling of being afraid that I've gotten into trouble or this weird, like shame that I am in trouble, like that I've made a mistake or that I am a mistake, or there's something about me that can always be, I'm always getting myself into trouble in some way, shape or form. I don't know. Like it has like, suddenly I see it everywhere. Yeah. 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 I think that's so interesting because as you're saying that, like if there were no rules and I couldn't get myself in trouble is what you and I go through, like you said, an endless amount of time. So when it's time to make a choice, when it's time to straighten the energy, when it's time to clean things up, when it's time to like connect with the desire, when it's time to connect with the truth, that's where we bring ourselves. And as you're saying, like your main programming is like, I could get myself in trouble. This is like default programming we're talking about. Like we know that this is not the ultimate truth, but it's like, based on the collection of data throughout being a little kid or whatever it is. There's just a million different reasons why we have default programming. It's to nobody's real fault. It just is the way humans gather information. Mine is like, like I cannot, like I feel like it's death if there were rules. Like I 
was growing up, like if somebody puts a boundary or a rule on me, like I completely rebel. And it was coming out sideways a million ways. But as you were saying that about like getting myself in trouble, and if there were no rules, it's like the perfect combination of the both of us of what our main programming is. Like, I remember getting married and somebody said something into Chad, like, you think you're going to put like, if you think it's going to go a certain way, or you think you're going to have any sort of control over Jennifer, like, good luck. Like, the, if you put any like rule on her, she will go ballistic. And I like, did go a lot ballistic growing up as a teenager. I was very wild and rogue. But I think that's so interesting because what is happening is the default programming is showing itself continuously. So as you know, you're moving to this new place. It's like, you know, you're not actually in trouble or you know that the account isn't in trouble. But that's the thing, you guys, is the reality of what's happening on the outside does not match. Well, okay, it can match the reality of the inside when it's off and you feel like you can only see that feeling inside. But the truth is, is like, you're not actually in trouble. You're, you know, you're not um, one second away from homelessness. You're not defaulted in all these places. Like there, there is money there. There's more money than there ever has been, more money coming in than there ever has been. There's more choices with money than there ever has been. There's more opportunity with money than there ever has been. But because this programming is somewhere inside, you can't help but get like the central nervous system holds that. And so you get that feeling as if you've gotten yourself in trouble or you might get in trouble, even though it's not the case at all. Right. And then what happens is in that programming, then I can collect evidence as proof. Right. And so it match up eventually. And eventually it will, if I, if I stay in that place long enough, which actually doesn't have to be that long anymore because the ability to manifest is very quick now on both sides, like instantaneous, what I do want and instantaneous programming. So it can be really quickly where it, like I can have an experience that would be evidence for getting myself into trouble, like forgetting to move the money over to the account. Like it's still there. Like it's not in the depths of trouble that I used to be in where there was just no money. And I just had to like, you know, but now it's like, it's there, but it's still weirdly filtering this experience. And ultimately like, okay, the truth, truth is, is like, I've paid for everything I've ever decided I wanted. So even if there has been credit card debt or student loan debt or, you know, nothing has never actually, like I've never actually gotten into trouble that I could not get out of, you know, like everything has always been paid for. But when I'm looking at it and it switches into that default programming of feeling like I'm in trouble or I could get myself into trouble, then every time I have to pay that thing, the experience of it is awful. Like to, to look at that and feel like, oh my God, I was so stupid to believe that I could have what I wanted. And now I've gotten myself into trouble. It's like, you take these things that at their purest form were like beneficial in the moment. And then you find a way to just like turn them into shit and turn them against you. And honestly, like I have been terrified of being in trouble my whole life. Like I actually feel like I'm going to start crying about it. I don't remember a time like that. I wasn't afraid of being in trouble and weirdly, um, I can see now how even the fear of like getting in trouble in the programming is creating ways for me to feel like I'm in trouble. And I'm playing out this experience that isn't really matching up in the external world, but feels so terrible inside of me. And it's just time for that, like feeling anywhere to just be done with it. And it is like eradicating from my system, even just the crying about it right now. Like I've been, this, this has actually been unraveling for a little while because I told you about that lady that yelled at me in the line. 
Oh, yes, that's right. I, yes, definitely. I forgot about that. That makes so much sense. Yes. So it has been like coming to the forefront because we know nothing's out of order and we know that everything that is coming like at us and into our awareness into our and, and into our attention is like on our behalf to help us and see the truth one to order ourselves in the truth and to to dismantle the programming that is filtering a lie right mm -hmm. so the um when was that I think it was last week, wasn't it? Last week, last week. Um, it was Halloween, I think, or it was right before Halloween. It's the weekend of Halloween because we were going to get Halloween candy. And I was in the checkout line and just oblivious to what anybody else was doing. And this woman was behind me and she says, in this angry voice to me, well, if you're not going to offer, then I guess I'm just going to cut in front of you because I only have one item and you have all this stuff on your, or like on the belt. And I was like, uh, what? Like, I just was like really taken off guard. And then she huffed around me and she stuck her stuff like on top of mine. And she said, you know, I just saw this thing on Facebook and every single person said that they would let the person with one item go in front of them when they had more. And I was like, instantly set off. Like my, I, I was like super mad. My body was shaking. I was so like taken off guard and I was so confused at being like accused of purposefully yeah. ignoring her with one thing, you know, like, and I found myself, like, I literally was like shaking and I found myself, I said to her in a very stern voice, cause I was really mad. I said to her, I'm like, honestly, I didn't even notice you were standing there, let alone saw how many things you had in your hand. Like, and all the while you have like three things. It's not like you have 500 things on the line. You have I think like I had 10. I think, I mean, I had okay. probably 10 at the most. I had very few things. I did not have a full cart of anything. Like, so I, um, I say to her, I'm like, I didn't see that you had that. If I had seen that, like I would have let you go ahead of me. I just find it very interesting that you're like accusing me of purposefully like being rude to you when you're actually the one who's being rude. And she was like, you're right. I'm the one being rude. And she like paid for her thing and left. And I just, I was weirdly reeling because I was so surprised at what a physical reaction I was having. Like I wanted to scream. I wanted to cry. I was like embarrassed, but I also was like, I didn't do anything wrong. And I ended up talking to you a little bit. We were talking about something else. And then I went in the house and I told Nick about it. And I was like, I'm so upset. And I just started to cry. And all of these memories of being a kid and getting in trouble for something that I didn't do started to like come into my awareness. And like, you know, there was the time I didn't know I was supposed to be doing this and I got in trouble for that. And like all of these just random things started to unravel inside. And so this getting in trouble thing has been like on the peripheral and it's been like working its way in further and in deeper and more like, but I just don't know why I was so surprised today by the fact that I was like, oh my God, this weird fear of getting in trouble creates this, like this experience where I feel like I've gotten in trouble over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, and then yesterday, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like this has been happening for a while, but it's two things are happening at the same time. Like the um, realization of programming and the realization and integration of the deeper knowing at the same time. And so if you're not aware of what's happening, it could feel you can have a totally different experience than like the truth because you can 
feel like you're in trouble and you can have that programming show up and also know that this is like the best case scenario for you because these are the things that are holding you hostage from experience, experiencing the truth and the next integration. So like when that integrates inside, it shakes out all the things that can't live in that new dimension of existence. And so when you say we're going to the next quantum place is the next quantum leap is happening. There's like no incremental um, shakeout. It's like you hit that spot and everything that doesn't serve you in that spot suddenly gets activated and you get the opportunity and chance to decide and know what is actually happening. Right. Yeah. And the, craziest most interesting thing about this time experience gathering moving the momentum forward is this quantum leap that is making its way into our existence and our experience is all around like pleasure yeah having it all no more sacrifice, no more having to like back yourself out of a corner. Like even like, okay. So in the beginning of this work, when the central nervous system is like in major red alert and, and you have to survive all of these moments of being who you are and seeing what you're made of and jumping off the cliff blind and being basically terrified in some way, shape or form, and then surviving it, that whole experience is about like surviving, getting into trouble. Mm -hmm. Like that, that whole, like overcoming your past and maybe, and living on behalf of yourself, regardless of it. And like the hero's journey in some way, shape or form is all about either getting yourself out of the trouble or surviving being in the trouble situation, you know, on some level. So in order to not have to live in sacrifice and compromise and to have an experience more and a deeper quality in every area without having to like tear something down in order to build it back up, that cannot be part of the program like trouble get it there is no getting into trouble any more in that reality in that experience and so in many ways it has no choice but to present itself on the deepest level like wild the other part about this too is about, about pleasure and about money and quality of life. I mean, a huge part of that is also about sex. And I think that, that sex and getting yourself into trouble go hand in hand, like the message, the messaging, even, you know, in our programming and in our past and as children, felt like we had gotten ourselves into trouble in those spots, but also the, the a perpetuated messages is like, don't get yourself into trouble. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, even to the point of like, it's a better choice to just not experience it. And then you're guaranteed to not get yourself in trouble. Right. So then if you have that programming, subconscious programming, you don't even know that you have it. It's like anything new, a new experience is dangerous in some ways. Like the unknown becomes dangerous. Like, especially like thinking about being a little kid and like thinking about sex or like being a teenager and thinking about sex. It's like, you don't really know what it is. Do you remember? Well, you and I've talked about this. Like our mom had this book that was like these like spirit people flying in the sky. <laughs> and it was just like so confusing. It was like, I, I know this is something, it's 
unknown. I'm not really sure what it is. I'm really interested. I can't wrap my head around it. It doesn't make sense to me, this unknown thing over there. But also it's like a super dangerous place to go. Although the spirits flying in the sky don't look that dangerous. I mean, it, it doesn't look that bad. But at the same time, in our family, people who experience sex experienced it young. And it really got you in trouble. There was early pregnancies, there was sexual assault, there was all sorts of different things that happened. So it was like, whatever that experience is, is dangerous. And you definitely will get in trouble if you go over in that realm of life. <laughs> oh my God, the spirits in the sky. Spirit people. <laughs> this does not look like what has been going on. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> just floating naked through the sky in a sea full of stars <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. this has me sweating oh yeah yeah yesterday so when we talked in the morning randy and i had just like this massive conversation in the morning of just like oh my god we've been saying this all along and I know that we both know that there's a thing that happens where you just know something. It's like, I see it above our head. It's like, you know it. It's like, yeah, duh. And it's like, comes into your mind and into your head. And it's like, oh my gosh, I know this. Wow. I didn't know I knew it like this, but now I really know it. And then it like deepens into your heart. And it's like, oh my God, we've been saying this all along. Did you know that this is what we were saying? And it just <laughs> deepens in even more. And then it's like, goes into like the core of who you are and is like holy shit okay I know that this is what this means but like did you realize it's like this and it deepens and deepens and deepens and that's what happened yesterday suddenly like everything rearranged it's the most exciting thing when it happens am I freezing a lot no just one second you did okay um and it's so exciting I love that feeling of when you realize that something is sinking in deeper and it's fully becoming the truth and it's fully becoming who you are. And it's like this integration that happens that you think it gets to a certain level that you're going to hit and it's going to be done. But like, there's always room for deep, a deepened relationship with the truth and you can experience deeper and be it deeper and have more in the deepness of it. And that happened yesterday and it, and it was like so thrilling and exciting and it felt so good to have that conversation. And then it was like a no brainer, like, duh, I cannot even believe that this is so incredible and amazing. And it's even this much. And then we got off the phone and it was like immediately my whole mood and my energy just completely shifted into like something that did not feel good. And for a minute, I was, it took me a minute to like realize what was happening because I started like listening to my thoughts and it's the same situation that we just talked about. Like when these things happen, your, your programming activates. It's the things that hold you hostage and that keep you from experiencing the truth of where you're at. And so I could, I was one foot in and one foot out of it. But I thought it was really interesting because I started having thoughts, like, I'll just give you a, a look into what my mind was doing yesterday. Like, I felt like all of a sudden going from be, having all of the energy on the phone with you to having absolutely no energy. This, like, this heaviness, this, like, like, like a sloth, just like, I didn't <laughs> want to do anything. I couldn't do anything. My body felt heavy. Everything just felt like a pain in the ass. Like even the thought of doing something just was like, oh, like I was starting to feel like things were unfair, even though I wasn't even happy. I mean, I literally have a life where I do everything I want to do. There's absolutely nothing I have to do, but to even think about like, I don't know, nothing was satisfying. I started having thoughts like I'm so lazy. I'm so stupid. I'm so gross. Oh, like my body, I was becoming aware of my body. Like, oh, look at like, you know, I need to work out. I just, ugh. and I just was feeling all of these things about being dumb, about being yucky, about being lazy, about being just like feeling bad for myself. And 
just feeling really, really heavy, heavy energy and not feeling enough and feeling like not good enough and all of those things. And it took me a while to realize that that was even happening, but it, instead of trying to not feel those ways, which a lot of times I don't like to feel bad, you know, because we have really figured out how to feel pretty good most of the time. So when you feel bad, it's pretty obvious. And I used to literally feel that way, the way I felt yesterday, like my whole life. So I didn't even notice that I would feel that way. But now that we don't, it becomes really apparent. And so I just let myself be slow and heavy and dumb and not good enough for the, for as long as I needed. And I, um, knew that okay so before I think I would have thought like oh what we just realized is a lie and those things that I said on the camera with you you know are not true and here I am I'm a fraud like I had all these thoughts I would have thought that um but I know and I knew that because of this deepening integration that was happening that it was like so valuable to feel those ways yesterday. And I just allowed myself to do it. And we talk about receiving and allowing. And I love that because we hadn't even talked about this. I love that you got on the camera today and said, like, I'm in this state of allowing in this place that I have never been. And I, that was exactly what I felt like yesterday. I had to like talk myself into letting myself just allow myself to be where I'm at, knowing that it's like completely safe and not dangerous. And it doesn't mean that anything is not true or it doesn't mean that I'm never going to be good enough and it doesn't mean those things that I'm feeling in my body and actually it's like so beneficial for me to feel these right now and I don't even care how long it takes because I know on the other side that there's even a better deeper integration than I even can like logically think of and it lasted the whole day I mean, even like getting my kids from school, I just felt like, oh, just yucky. I actually, at the end of the day, um, got into a like meh, meh, meh situation with Luna. And I felt myself just wanting to like, I suddenly like was moving from like the sadness into like anger. And I wanted to be angry at everything and everybody that was around me last night. And at one point I did, I was like, Luna didn't want to take a shower and she needed to take a shower. She was from cheer. And I did this thing that actually I feel like maybe now that I'm talking about it was probably not, this is anybody's fault, but like sometimes we show up in the way that like is programmed inside of ourselves. Right. And so I, I, and I, Oh my God, I didn't even think about this. I actually had a memory when I did it. I had said to Luna, like, this is, like you need to learn how to take care of yourself you need to like have a clean body if you go to cheer and you're sweaty the part of being you know having your own back and like having like a healthy body is like cleaning yourself and then we went downstairs and she started to brush her teeth and she did it for two seconds and then put it in the cupboard and I could feel myself still being like and I said something like what is going on like you need to brush your teeth longer than that like that is that's gross like you have to have clean teeth and you have to brush your teeth and then I had this memory of being a kid and hating brushing my teeth I hated it I hated brushing my teeth and I remember mom or dad both probably at some point like getting so frustrated and being like what the heck is wrong with you like just brush your teeth like and then which makes total sense now that I'm talking it out of being like I'm gross. I'm all these things. Like I'm not good enough. I, what's wrong with me? And it's like, you don't realize what's leading you through the day to like release that stuff that's stuck in there. And I mean, nobody does that on purpose. I was just a kid. Luna's just a kid who cares about brushing their teeth when they're, when they're going to be seven years old this week. Like who cares? But like I was using it as this way. And then when it was all done, in the past, I feel like I really would have gotten down on myself for not being able to control my emotions or um, feeling like I could get myself in trouble or I hurt Luna's feelings or what now if what I said to her shapes her as an adult and she has the same problems as me. Like there's this whole 
I could get myself in trouble scenario, but I actually didn't feel like that at all. I, I was like, okay, this is all part of it. And I went into our bed and I just said, I can't even really remember what I said, but I just said, you know, today has been a day and some days I like that and they don't have to mean anything that we think they mean. And I did get, you know, snappy with you, but honestly, that was about me and it means nothing about you. And sometimes it just happens. And she said, okay. And I said, do you have anything to say about it? And she said, no, I don't. And I said, okay. And I mean, that was the truth. Like it didn't, didn't mean what it meant. Like there would have been a time as a parent that I would have been like, oh my God, all of these things. And the truth is, is I don't do it very often. And I do know how to have emotional intelligence. And part of that living out the experience with her yesterday was part of releasing that stuff that was stuck inside of me. And it actually was like the perfect scenario. Like there's no damage done in that. There's actually, it was freeing me and freeing her from that programming really. And I can handle it and she can handle it. And it just was what it was but it made perfect sense to me that I was, my emotions were high and that um, I was feeling the way I was feeling with the conversation we had earlier. And then I went to bed and I woke up this morning and my energy was in the place to just do things that I wanted to do and just take a slow morning and take a bath and listen to something and it was like all that energy that needed to get out. I was ready to just like recharge and gather it in. And I felt more excited and more prepared for what was coming. And this is happening so fast, you know, like this is just a day. And I mean, we're all, we all have days. Days fly by in two seconds, but when you're in the middle of it, it can feel really long and it can feel really hard. But the truth is, is these are like blips of of seconds in our lifetime and the ability to like rearrange yourself is um for both of us is coming becoming so fast like to be unwilling to live in any sort of lie even if it's not looking like what you think like you think being unwilling to live in a lie means like everything's high vibe it's perfection it's you know this is the greatest life ever all the time but the truth is like it would be a lie to tell myself that feeling unworthy for an hour in my day leads me into a place of trouble. That would be a lie too. So I'm safe and okay to feel this way right now because I'm honestly feeling it for a reason. To have this confrontation with Luna, it would be a lie to say that I've damaged myself or damaged her. The truth is like, this is happening for a reason and it's safe in this moment to play out in this way. It would be a lie to think that I should do things quicker than what's actually happening because actually right now my body and my system is leading me in every single conversation and every single thought to the other side of this. And I'm willing to stay here as long as I need to. Yeah. That's wild that you were like, I'm dumb and stupid because that was a lot of the stuff that was coming out of me yesterday too was, and, and it's paired with, I got myself into trouble because it's weirdly like I should have known better. So that means I'm so stupid. Like I ended up here again. Yeah. I got myself into trouble again. If I were smarter, if I wasn't so dumb, I would have known better. And I wouldn't be here. And I mean, that weird loop of those like three things paired can play out in a million places in our lives. It can play out with money, it can play out with relationships, it can play out with desire. Like I'm so dumb to even believe that I could have had this. Like I should have known better. I should have known not to let myself want that because here I did, I wanted something and it led me into trouble. I mean, I think I wrote in my journal, I mean, there's different ways that I like go through the feelings that feel very real and that were programmed through evidence, like the way that, I mean, we call it eradicating, which means like acknowledging what it for what it is and processing it through to the other side. 
but I think I wrote in my journal like 50 times, like you're so dumb. You're actually, I'm so dumb. I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. And I think I even said, I'm so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. Like people, whether you admit it or not, and it's actually safe. It would be a lie to say that to tell you guys that these are thoughts that come up in existence would be unsafe. Like the truth is, is it is human programming. The truth is, is we are coded with these feelings. The truth is, is like you and I and all of you listening came here to debunk these lies, these exact ones, to prove that that actually isn't true and to bring in the truth of who we actually are and what we're made to do and why we came here and order this chaos of I'm so dumb and I'm not worthy and I'm disgusting and I'm never going to be enough into the actual truth. Because if we don't even acknowledge that sometimes these are thoughts, then we decide to hold our host ourselves hostage from the things that we want, like to go head into those thoughts and to like write them down in your journal, knowing that you're ordering the truth is that you're letting it come in the perfect timing to do something bigger than this lie. Like, no, this is not going to work where I'm going. And I actually know what this does because I lived that way for a really long time, taking that as facts, which was totally a lie. Yeah. And it's even funny because in that conversation, it was like these major revelations were happening yesterday and we ended up just not talking for like 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. We did. We, 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 we were on camera and we just were like, silence just staring at each other we're very comfortable in silence and just staring at each other so we let that happen and then we just kind of giggle every once in a while and it would be like okay well I guess there's nothing left to say because at that point I didn't feel I felt like whoa you did and and I felt like pissed oh you did you were feeling pissed I that? was feeling pissed the whole time because I was like what the fuck are these lies even like really everybody's living under that. these lies like what I was so pissed. Yeah. And it was moving fast. And I was, I was completely okay being pissed. I didn't like, I knew that, like, I knew that they were like massive revelations. And at the same time, it was like two, it was like in being in two worlds at one time. And also just like filing through like at lightning speed, like the stuff that used to take like weeks and months to unravel is like moves through now in like, and even, I mean, it's this combination of like mental body, emotional body, physical body. Like you can feel it leaving your physical system. Like even this morning in that realizing that I'm going to get myself into trouble, the way that it came to me was like, okay, what does it feel like in my body when I'm looking at these credit card payments? Like what is happening? Like, oh my God, it's this tightness in my stomach. Okay. What is that tightness in my stomach? I'm going to get into trouble. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. Holy shit. Okay. Where else do I feel like I'm going to get into trouble? Where have I gotten myself into trouble already? Where should I have known not to get into trouble? And then weirdly just like play this game with myself of keeping score of trying to add up all the places that I've been a good girl and where I've been a bad girl. Yeah. And it's just wild. Yeah, oh. it is so wild. I got my- Oh, that's first time I'm Using it. I got it out today and decided to use my- That's beautiful to the water bottle with a massive pistol in it. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, you know, what we were what we were going to talk about today, I think, you know, came out here as well, like just being so sure and that knowing of what the actual truth is, what we came here to do and having an unshakable sense of security in that, knowing that every single opportunity to do what it is that we came here for to do is the whole point. And 
for for me and you know, I'm gonna say for us, and it can be different wording and play out differently. It is like I said earlier, debunking any sort of lie. And actually I was telling you, Chad was dying laughing because he was like, you did it. You like actually made a whole life out of figuring out the truth of the lie. Like you have hated lying. Like that's the one thing that is just like in my system. If somebody is lying, if there's a lie, if it's just not adding up, it like does something to my system that I cannot handle. Like I do not like lying at all. And I have been out of alignment and things have come out sideways, but the core of that fact has stayed the same forever. And he was like, you actually, that's like your main purpose in this life. Like I was telling him about it and he was like, that's incredible. The thing that feels the worst you actually like know and created that your job here is to correct and order truth into any any lie that comes up in any subject, in any time, in any moment, in any anything. I mean, that's what I am here to do. And every single time I do that, it adds something so much more than I even know to the, my experience and to the collective experience and being a living example of what is possible when you live in truth. And with that deeper integration of it yesterday, it, like we said, shakes everything up. But my mom had, our, our mom had asked me the other day, like, how did you know to do, how do you know to do the things that you know to do? Like when the example was to pay off a giant, chunk of a credit card without having a safety net backup money at that moment like how did you know to do that how is Chad not upset with you how did you even approach that situation and I told her like I know that this is what I am here to do so every single opportunity I have to do it I do it I knew it in my bones I knew it I knew it it was so deep in this knowing of this like this and so it is and that is just the only thing that exists in this moment. And so when I told Chad, I knew it was the move. It was so secure that he had no choice but to follow it because he could feel the security in it too. And it's taken work to get to that amount of security. And when it feels like the security is shake, shooken up, then there's work to be done. And, and that happens in our life all the time, but it's happening for a really good reason because it's deepening our experience. It's deepening the truth. It's deepening the goodness of life. It's deepening the provisions. It's deepening the example. It's doing all of the things. And so that's what the program, I mean, was basically created out of the principles of how to have an unshakable core and knowing of who you are. And as our work is deepening, our programs are expanding more into this place of like, what did you say yesterday? I wanted to ask you, but I wonder if you'll even remember, but you said calibration to safety is totally, and you said something else is like completely different and you probably won't even remember, but it was like so mind blowing in the moment. And it's okay if you don't, but it'll come to us. But the feeling of, you know, trying to show yourself that you're not going to get in trouble and that you actually are safe is one game. And then living in the ultimate truth and the provisions and the goodness, just because it's your birthright and you are here to experience whatever it is you want to experience is like a totally another game. And that's where we have moved into. And so of course it shakes up things. Right. Yeah. It's also hard to understand when you're still trying to figure out how to feel safe in those moments and that you're not going to leave yourself in trouble because there's so much evidence that you could leave yourself in trouble. Right. Yeah. Intentionally curating a quality of life experience in all the ways <laughs> is a different game than calibrating to safety. Because in that space, like Jenny just said, I'll just repeat it. Like you don't even know what you would actually want because the, every idea that you have in those moments is an external solution to this feeling inside of the, you that you can't shake. Yes. 
I was dying laughing actually coming down the stairs because I had this memory of um, that feeling. Okay, like when I was owned by, you know, all the programming mm -hmm. and also feeling desperate to like not be. Mm -hmm. And that Marie, is it Marie Kondo? Marie Kondo? I don't know, but it's like. The sparking joy lady? Yes, the spark of joy woman. And, you know, yeah, great concept. Of course, you should curate and have things. Am I freezing? No. Okay. You should have things that bring you that feeling. And I feel like I'm at that place in my life. But when I tried to do that in the beginning, because nothing brought me joy and I was in this constant state of survival, as I was getting dressed today, I was like, why don't I have any clothes? Like, I have a lot of clothes that are like workout clothes. And then I have like a lot of like, going out gala gala clothes like I don't have any <laughs> in between clothes and I had this memory of having so many clothes and watching that show and then ending up throwing out every single thing I owned except for like five items because nothing sparked joy in me and I was like yeah that that was not a time to just start throwing everything out because I'm like it left me with no clothes at all which is so funny because I was so owned by that misery that how would like this shirt supposed to spark some sort of some sort of joy like it didn't yeah. chat came in the room and was like you need to take some of this stuff out of the pile because you have nothing hanging up in the closet anymore right and you're not in a place where you are going to be able to go out and joyfully buy something to replace it so you're just gonna have to wear that shit you don't like a little bit longer exactly that's where I was at definitely <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad we talked about this on camera. wild always is okay okay are we all done i think so i can't so it is. <laughs> okay well until next time okay sounds good love you guys thank you for being here bye